0: Hey, everybody, before we get to the episode, if you are listening to this before Thursday, the 29th of July, I did not remember what the date
1: was. It sounded like, hold on a second. That pause made it sound like you were one of those commercials where they plug it in. It's like, Hey, if you're going to be here on July 29th, then check out our live show. We're doing a live town hall. Hal, tell them about it. That show that we're doing on July. Twenty nine.
0: just come to the facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast at 6 p.m pacific time 9 p.m eastern time whatever p.m or a.m wherever you are in the world your time
1: 3 a.m in italy
0: 3 a.m in italy we're gonna be hanging out it'll be me and mark and ken will be taking your questions your feedback perhaps and just hanging out for about an hour or so we did one a while back and it was a lot of fun so we figured we'd do it again our chance to connect with you the people of the world and actually hear some of your reactions to our episode so join us on thursday the 29th of july 6 p.m pacific time 9 p.m eastern time at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got
1: this podcast and thank you free balloons for the kids there will be no free balloons oh hello i'm hal lublin and i'm mark gagliardi Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled.
0: With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all.
1: Best Adam Sandler movie. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? your right we got this you know i was real tempted how to begin with like a haba one of those like old classic sandler voices but after doing the dive that i had to do this week uh i i might be done with those haba hoo consonantless conversations I don't know if you heard the release valve
0: of oxygen from my mouth, but I was about to go like, what
1: is- Why? 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 <laughs> I was about to do it, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't do it. You know what? Did. Why don't we just get it all? Why don't we bring... Hold on a second. Let's bring Katie in here. Yeah. Katie Willard, everybody. Our I special guess. guest for the week. Artist, Hi, producer, Katie. and friend, and so much more.
0: Yes.
2: Aww, it's
1: nice to see you. Mountain it's gal. To see
2: you, too. Yeah, mountain gal.
1: Mountain oh. gal now, yeah.
2: The yeah. one that I always remember is... Oh, Veronica Vaughn. So hot. <laughs> to touch. touch the high knee? Ow.
1: Oh, my God. So many sure. of the are like, huh? Ah. We, can we just let's just do a cacophony right now. We'll get it out of our system of Sandler noises. Oh, right, That felt good. That was yes. good. We'll get it good.
2: out of our system.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure that's why Joseph Pullen suggested this, just to hear a bunch of people <laughs> making Adam Sandler noises wild into a microphone. Yeah. yeah. When
2: I was looking at the list, I was like, uh, okay, okay. Mm, I don't
0: know. It's, oh, <laughs> I saw as Adam Sandler. I would go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can so, get down with that. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, are you an Adam Sandler fan? What, what, what drew you to that? Why, why do you feel like you can get down with that?
2: Well, just because, first of all, there's just such a wide breadth of options. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that people don't think that, right? When they think Adam Sandler, they think a very specific thing. They think Mm -hmm. Billy Madison, they think Happy Gilmore, you know, and, uh, and he's done so much, so many other films that are quite good. And even the the Happy Gil, you know, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are also very good movies, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think it's that thing that kind of happened with Austin Powers, where like when the first movie came out, everybody was like, this is freaking amazing, right? And then the second movie, and then the third movie, and then immediately there was a backlash of like, these movies suck. I watched the first Austin Powers again, and it is a very good movie. It is a well-written movie. It is very funny. Yeah. Jokes are very good. So I think it's kind of that thing of, we just assume it's one thing when in fact it's a lot of things, Adam Sandler movies.
1: It's, it's close to 50 things if we're talking just his movies at this point. And I will agree that Adam Sandler has made a lot of varied, uh, products. He's made a lot. You know, some of his albums are, I, I mean, I, They're all going to laugh at you. I loved growing up was one of my favorite, like super, super raunchy, really, really funny Mm -hmm. of the movies. I'm going to go and say there's like eight good ones. (laughs) He's interesting in that he's made so much. He's made gold and he has made. Garbage. Well,
2: he. But he, I love that. I don't. Yeah. Know. Sure.
1: Oh no, no, <laughs> I think that's great.
2: <laughs> I love people that aren't so precious with their career. Yeah. They kind of just somebody do called they him they the. Wanna
1: do. I read a review that they said that he was uh he was smart enough to know better, savvy enough to make these movies anyway, and lazy enough not to care. I thought, oh, that is. That is biting.
0: Yeah, he has a weird balance. You would expect somebody like uh the late Robin Williams went from being like comedy, a little bit of drama, but more he had like his comedy period and then went more into drama. And the comedy was, was sort of peppered in, but really like became, I, I would say towards the end, he was doing a lot more serious dramatic work before he returned to television. Mm-hmm. A- and so sometimes you can take somebody's career and break it into seasons. And Adam Sandler is so all over the place. From yeah. being the kid on remote control to Saturday Night Live to making movies that were instantly sort of der you either loved them or hated them. you loved them because they were stupid humor you loved or you hated them because they were immature and brought down the public discourse or whatever <laughs> but he's he's also peppered in stuff like Punch Drunk Love and stuff like uncut gems like but then like you'll look at, you'll look and be right next to Uncut Gems is Hubie Halloween.
2: I, okay, I, unpopular opinion, I f***ing loved Hubie Halloween.
1: (laughs) I've not seen (laughs) Hubie Halloween. I loved it. It's not
2: good, like it's not great, but it's as someone who has watched all of Adam Sandler's films. and mm-hmm. like es- especially the ones that he, you know, was Happy Madison he produced and, you know, or his people because he has the same folks show up and in, in you know, all of these different movies. That was what Hubie was. It was all of those players. You could tell it was like all of his buddies and their families were staying in this area where they were shooting. All of their kids play the kids in the movie. Like, yeah. it's a um, very, like, a math problem, right? Like, he fit in all the variables
1: mm-hmm. from
2: an, any movie he did. It's a very dumb premise. There's very dumb jokes. But I didn't stop <laughs> smiling the whole movie yeah and um what's that woman june june squib she's like a very well known but she just wears these insane she gets her shirts from like the goodwill or whatever but they're just like dumb message shirt she, boner donor like stuff like that just like very <laughs> i am i am looking at understand. her terrible
1: t-shirts right now
2: and she doesn't know so she just every time she shows up on screen in a different shirt like it's just it's a joyous dumb movie and it was great i enjoy and you know being in lockdown at the time and like just sitting around halloween and watching this you know watching that movie and just being like this is exactly what i need not everything has to.
1: is this one of his uh one of his netflix movies like this was part of the netflix deal yeah that deal i don't know how he pulled that off but getting netflix to just send him around the world i mean he starts with a movie where he took all of his buddies to hawaii Yep. And they shot a movie there. Then the next one, he took Jennifer Aniston and all of his buddies to Europe and shot one in Europe. Like they just do these crazy exotic location bits of fluff that are delightful. Have you seen all of these?
2: No, yeah. I wanted to watch the one with Jennifer Aniston. I just never got to, yes. to. There's too many things on,
1: on streaming.
0: Yeah. You're, you're talking about murder mystery where they're on a yacht, right? And a murder takes place. And he's just, I mean, there's something about adam sandler there's a reason why he continues to make movies as many people might roll their eyes at at him he's super charming he's just seems like a really likable guy and because of that we will follow him and watch his movies and i hate to use the word tolerate but we'll we'll tolerate a level of silliness that we Mm -hmm. won't in every other person like that's he's you said it perfectly mark that there is A part of it that's like, look, this is what I make. You can either like it or not. I don't care. I'm going to make it anyway because I like it.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's got this, that sort of like, he feels like everybody's sibling that makes the dumbest joke. And then you look at them and they give you a face like, ah, you're like, I hate that I love you. (laughs) But I I do think that we can divide (laughs) it into some very specific Chunks. Yes, he's peppered uh as he's gone along, his collection of films have, you know, gotten varied. So he'll make a comedy one year, a drama the next year, an animated, he'll come back as Dracula, which is great in the Hotel Transylvania movies. (laughs) He'll like he'll like sort of you know bounce around in those. But early on he did have these phases. He had his sort of co-star or um, you know, supporting role, early, early stuff that was really fun, like airheads.
2: Pip. Sweet Pip and Sweet his, Pip in his crop top. Just, oh, just sweet dumb so, Pip. So much inappropriate word that I'm not gonna say. But <laughs> that's yeah. fair. Cleaning pools. I,
1: I I loved Airheads growing up. That was one of my like rock band holds radio station hostage. Yeah. You, you sold me in the room on that premise. Yeah. But, uh, but like, so he did that. And then he had his SNL time and he had his early, early comedies and then 2002 punch drunk love hits. And it feels like that was the moment that just broke all kinds of things open for, Oh, I can do stuff beyond my wacky voice, uh, juvenile humor. And that's when I think we got to see more of like he, he does, he still does a lot of dabbling versions. I think he's like, Oh, I'm going to dabble in a murder mystery. I'm going to dabble in a rom-com. I mean, mm-hmm. he still sort of dips his toe in them and is always himself when he does it. But from then on, it feels like that's when he opened up. Do you guys generally prefer the earlier Sandler juvenile stuff or the? post-punch-drunk love, like, let's break this wide open and take a crack at absolutely every type of movie? Hmm. I
2: don't know. I mean, I think my connection to his earlier silly stuff is nostalgia and, like, mm-hmm. you know, watching these movies with my dad when I was younger. Like, mm-hmm. that, I think that's, like, part of it, why they hold such, like, a, a deep place in my heart. But, like, mm-hmm. uh, I can appreciate that he is an actor (laughs) you know what i mean that he's not just adam sandler he is capable of like i mean even like spanglish Mm -hmm. you know like he just played like a like he did a good job in that movie and it's it's more like a pride in him like good job adam but i still prefer his earlier sillier stuff just because i think it's that
0: you know, nostalgia factor. Yeah. I I have a movie that I think is his best movie and it is neither uncut gems, nor is it punch drunk love, which I don't like as a movie at all. Punch drunk love. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson outside of one and a half of his movies is not my favorite (laughs) flavor of ice cream. Mm -hmm. That said, I think Adam Sandler is fantastic in them. He's a really good actor. He's great in that uncut gems was, was so tense to watch that I couldn't, I, I, when I sat down to watch it, I had to stop because it was so – it was just like, oh, this is going to be yeah. terrible. It's just going to keep getting worse. But he is fantastic at it, and, and whether he's playing uh, the son of Satan or mm-hmm. – or a, a jeweler is in over his head. He commits a hundred percent, and he creates his secondary
1: reality as an actor what? and lives in it and and goes for it. I don't know that he always commits a hundred percent. I've seen him some fail? really phone in some performances. Which like what? Any of these like any of the ones where it's not him doing much of the heavy lifting, you know pixels. Uh bedtime stories, <laughs> these sort of mid career Sandler movies where he's just kind of walking through them.
2: Oh yeah. What was Click? Is that the one that was Click like the, remote, was a, the magic
1: yeah. Remote. The remote? Yeah. No, There's a like like, like just hey, just look at this with a slight sense of dumb awe. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fair See,
2: enough. I didn't watch Uncut Gems only because I have a very hard time with that tension. Like Whiplash mm-hmm. almost, seeing Whiplash almost oh, gave wow. me like a harder like I was yeah. like, by the end I had like a little bit of high. It was like I was very itchy. Yes. Um, so when I saw the trailer for Uncut Gems, I went, oh, this looks good. I probably will not be participating in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <was> like, mm.
1: <laughs> we are going to have some serious movie fans. If we have serious movie fans out there who listen to this podcast, I will apologize right now if you're on that list of people that holds Uncut Gems in this very high regard. Katie didn't see it. Hal didn't. Hal had, Al, to, Al, Al had, had to stop it in the middle. I watched it and hated it. Oh, uh, it wasn't yours. It wasn't for Not you, my huh? cup of tea either. I want, like, I can't handle that kind. Like, I don't know. And maybe we, look, maybe we can just take a moment and talk about this. For me. Sure. I like my movies. I'm not my movies. They're everybody's movies, but I like the movies. For me, the movies that I enjoy the most are escapism. I like good things happening to good people. You know what I mean like I'm such a I'm such a Disney kid I guess in that <laughs> regard but Uncut Gems is just terrible things happening to thoroughly unpleasant people for 2 hours I... And it's like guys the only person I related to in that movie is Edina Menzel uh who is the wife that just wants to get out of the entire situation mm-hmm. and take these kids with her like yeah, yeah. I also want to leave the theater that is Howard, this character's life.
2: Yeah. You are, you and I are very similar. Like, the, yeah. I never watched girls because in the first episode, when uh, Lena Dunham is leaving the hotel, her parents left her an envelope with money and then they left an envelope with money for the housekeeper.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: Lena Dunham took both envelopes and mm-hmm. left the hotel. And I was like, I can't watch this movie. Yeah. Or <laughs> the show. Yeah. I can't watch it. It's I the opposite
1: like, of Save the Cat. It's Be a Jerk.
2: I was just like, I can't,
1: I can't the do cat. it. I can yeah. watch this. so, I so, so it's not going to be <laughs> uncut gems but I, but I will say i to give him credit his performance in that movie is subtle and fascinating and weird and dark and as disturbing as that movie is supposed to be he makes it so yes he can carry a movie like that yeah he's
0: looking do it well, what are we looking for here then Is it going to be the most Adam Sandler movie where he's the most off the wall doing a crazy like water boy type thing? Or is it going to be of the movies with Adam Sandler, which is the best? Is there some middle ground there?
2: I think that is the thing. I think it is finding him at his truest Mm -hmm. self, Mm -hmm. but also not eschewing a good film, like a a good, well-written. I think it's got all the it's kind of the middle of that Venn diagram.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: At least for my choice.
1: No, I think that, I think that is, that's dead on. Now I'm thinking about not to compare to other episodes, but it feels like when we talked about Bill Murray and landed on Groundhog Day, because it was the perfect combination of both. And in that regard, it sounds like our leadoff hitter might be Punch Drunk Love.
2: That's not mine.
1: Not, but I mean, that's, (laughs) I'm, I'm just saying as far as like an Adam Sandler movie that is, he's doing some acting. He's also got a little bit of funny in there, and I think it's—I know you—you you said you didn't like it, but uh you guys are both just going no, no. No, why do I you guys loved, hate? I, why do you guys not like Punch I Drunk loved Love? I loved
2: Punch Drunk Love. I like Paul Thomas Anderson, so mm-hmm. that I'm—I am not with. Wait,
0: I'm not with. House not House with me. Yeah, there you day. go. Oh, I, yeah. it's interesting to see where you have. Wait, now I'm going to move my window so that you're correctly gesturing at me.
1: Me. Mm. There you go. Mm. Ow! Oh wait. Mm. Ow! Mm. Ow! Uh, uh, for those who don't know, we're doing this on Zoom. It's a great bit that you. Oh, never I thought. See. You know
2: what's funny is I thought you guys maybe had like a Patreon where you put the Zoom <laughs> up. So I've been like <laughs> gesturing. Oh
1: my god! Well, I thought you were just like half Italian, and that was why you were gesturing. I mean, I am. There you go.
2: Half Italian, so that see? explains it. And Paisan. the acrylics, the acrylics, really.
1: Oh, yeah. if you have acrylic nails, you like you get to gesture as much as you want. Those are delightful acrylic nails, yes, by the way. They're very nice.
2: Thank you. They're good for back and head scratches.
1: They're very Dolly Parton too. They're good, long. Yeah, yeah, very cool. I
2: have to remember how to do everything, like t- my phone, putting a my pin in at the. Oh yeah, because
1: you can't checkout. really use your fingertips. You have to use your finger pads I to do use everything.
2: My knuckle to press. Oh, buttons. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Sorry, where were we in this actual topic? Oh, well, I was watched? I was
1: pointing out that I think <laughs> objectively, because we are answering these objectively, I think that we can't objectively kick Punch Drunk Love out of contention yet.
0: Okay. So argue why, uh, outside of it being a great performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, and this is splitting hairs, and I can be 100% mm-hmm. wrong, but in my mind, that's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie and not an Adam Sandler movie. So
2: I agree with Hal on this. I think that okay. part of that, Part of that Venn diagram is that it is an Adam Sandler produced
1: film. Oh, you want like a straight up Happy Madison production. Okay,
2: but here's the thing is I think that like part of the Adam Sandler movie is the community that he has cultivated throughout his career of his films. I think that's – I agree that I think while his performance in Punch Drunk Love is is amazing and varied, I think Mm -hmm. that it is a Paul Thomas Anderson film. And yeah – so, I think that, like, narrowing it down, okay. I do think that if we're talking Adam Sandler movies, we're talking Adam Sandler
1: movies. Right. Well, then that people. Yeah. You know. That eliminates stuff that he was just an actor in, mm-hmm. rather than it being his sort of vehicle or production. So, that gets rid of the Hotel Transylvania movies. That gets rid of uh, Airheads and Coneheads and yes. Going Overboard. And, was he yes. in
0: Coneheads?
1: yeah a small part in coneheads yes everybody on snl in 1993 is in Coneheads. the entire cast yeah yeah
2: yeah man i love airheads
1: (laughs) there's a there's another one another dramatic role of his that was one of these that's not really his movie but he stars in it that i just wanted to throw out there as one that i enjoy i know it's not going to be the ultimate victor i really liked his remake of the longest yard me too I thought that was a really fun sports movie. Yeah,
0: yeah it was good. It was fine. It was totally fine. I enjoyed it. I've watched it
1: several times. I own it. Yeah. What's it? <laughs> and uh, William Sadler, not William Sadler, who was the,
2: wasn't it Burt Reynolds? Didn't he? Burt, come Burt back
1: Reynolds came back and, a, Reynolds and, and is the coach, is the, yeah. is the
0: prisoner who coaches them. Chris and Rock. The, isn't the warden, um, what's his name from, uh, uh, Zefram Cochran. Why can't I think of his name? He was nominated for an Oscar for Babe
1: all right james, oh, oh james cromwell james cromwell, cromwell is the is the warden and who is the guy that i'm trying to think of stone cold steve austin N- stone cold steve austin was in it kevin nash
2: i love bill goldberg, goldberg. i love kevin nash so much
0: uh is, who's uh, kevin nash i got to meet him he's wrestler. a pro wrestler probably best known to people uh magic are, mike <laughs> he's, he's magic mike <laughs> he was Diesel and in WWE, Big Daddy Cool. He also played Oz, a giant version, a giant wrestling version of Oz before that. But, uh, at Pensacon a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, he and Scott Hall were doing a panel, which I moderated. And on our way over, he was like, Hey, I had my knee, I had a bunch of bones removed, bone spurs removed from my knees. You want to see? And so he showed <laughs> me images of what looked like those giant, like pig ears that you have to give your dog to chew on. That is a piece of bone that was pulled out of his knee it was unbelievable. Like, just super nice guy. Who is uh, this guy? Kevin Nash. And he was a wrestler. He's yes. a wrestler, also an actor. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
1: the Fitch. guy I was thinking of is William Fichtner. That's my, uh, one of my all time oh, favorite character actors. Fichtner. Fitch, Fitch, I thought it was Fitcher? F, cause it's F-I-C-H-T. I thought it was like knocked, F-I-C-H-T. like, F-I-C-H-T. Noct, like Fichtner. Fichtner. I think it's Fitch. Does he say <laughs> Fichtner? Fichtner? I don't know. I do. A Fichtner. A Fichtner. <laughs> yeah. But so it's the, the long story endless. It's not, uh, the longest yard. Yeah. And it's not one of the problematic ones. Like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, which I guess meant well.
2: It's <laughs> such a bizarre thing because it did mean so well. Yeah.
1: But For in a version a of like, yeah. Hey, 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 heteros, hey, gay guys are people too, right? Yeah. You
2: could be gay. You get health insurance or whatever. That's not a happy
0: Madison co-production, at least because.
1: Is it that is filled with everybody. Ever all of his everybody's in that. No, I wasn't saying that I wasn't eliminating it because it's not a Happy Madison production. I was eliminating it because it's, it's pretty not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to put you wanna talk about the cobbler for fifteen minutes? No. No. Nobody what does. about the Myrowitz stories? That's I mean, that's another one that's not his, but it's just it's Noah Bombach, right? That that was uh Yeah. That was yeah. Movie. See
2: that to me is like Noah it's Baumbach a, is all yeah. over that. So yeah. it's it doesn't feel like a and Adam Sandler one to me.
1: Well, let's yeah. talk about then what He's we very good think. What do we think are the Adam Sandler vehicles? Adam Sandler Adam Sandler movies qu- quotes around Adam Sandler movies that we think are in contention.
2: Well, I'll tell you mine. Please. It's The Wedding Singer.
1: That's my number 1.
2: Is it really?
1: That is my number 1. It's very Mrs. good. Mrs. Julia Gulia.
2: Oh my god.
1: That movie is Perfect.
2: Why don't you go have a couple drinks and drive home?
0: Oh
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else was on your list? We'll get back to the wedding Wait, singer uh, because
0: be- before we go through that list, I just want to point out another movie where he turns in a really good performance that mm-hmm. I, that I really enjoy until a certain point when it stops being the movie that I think it's going to be and becomes a different movie, which is funny people. It's him and Judd Apatow together mm-hmm. and him playing essentially a version of a super popular he's george simmons which is a adam sandler-esque right uh a character and it's him and and seth rogan and it's i think it is a really it's sort of a forgotten film it's not the best one but it is really really enjoyable and he and and seth rogan are great together And jonah hill is hilarious in it like it's got a really mm-hmm. good yeah, and he and Judd Apatow were roommates in like the early 90s, oh, really? no or late oh, 80s. I didn't know that. So there, it opens with footage of Adam Sandler as a young young man, as a young young comedian, making prank calls that Judd Apatow is filming because they live together. So Whoa. it's it's kind of neat to see them to see them together, and he is of course great in it
1: but it is not, and he, it is not
0: he, his best movie.
1: He has that little bit of drama. There's, there's the drama of it as well. So it's got the comedy and uh, it's got both masks. Yes. But yes, again, masks. in what we were talking about before, then it becomes uh, what you were saying, Katie, like that is an Apatow movie. And maybe yes. this is the downfall of him working with great directors for this episode is the, the best Adam Sandler movie could be one of those, but we're not looking at them as that we're looking at them as an Apatow A an Anderson and a Bombbach movie. We're not looking at them as three Adam Sandler movies.
0: Right. Those aren't Adam Sandler movies. It's just a good performance. Just what we were talking about is good performances. That's one I
1: really liked that, you know. Sure. So we have the wedding singer on the list. I have to put Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore on there.
2: One hundred percent. I actually the the Water Boy. I feel like it's <laughs> very quintessentially an Adam Sandler movie. It's kind of got the formula, which yeah. was the word I was looking for before. When I said equation, <laughs> I meant formula. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, he knows the formula and he's plugging in all the different variables. Uh, and it's got all his people.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
2: of bulk and Kathy Bates. I'll
0: throw a couple on there. Okay. One is I like the wedding singer a lot. And as much as I like it, I think I might like 51st dates more. Oh, yeah. Because of not only the way the story develops, but also him. I, I love watching him going like, what if we, uh, there's no reason for this to be said in Hawaii. No reason whatsoever. Yeah. And yet it is, which is, which, cause he likes I going love. to Hawaii. He wants to go to Hawaii, but also I think the ending is really, really, really sweet. Remind me of the ending of that movie. The, at the end of the movie, she wakes up. To a tape that he makes her every single day that mm-hmm. describes that catches her up on everything that has happened and she emerges above deck to see her children and him and he's on his arctic exploration to study penguins because that's his whole thing mm-hmm. um, and that they're finding a way he's found a way for them to navigate he's basically the whole family is there and he's found a way to, for them to be together and to navigate their life so she's not like freaked out all the time and mm-hmm. it's great. Because that's after she, you see that she actually remembers him. Something has stuck in her brain, even though it's reset to whatever the trauma, I think it was the day she was in the accident. That's when, right. that's when her memory stops. So she she thinks it's that morning every morning as she wakes up. I think that one is, is really good. I like, <laughs> I like him with Jennifer Addison. I actually think that,
1: uh. <laughs> if you say murder mystery.
0: I think murder mystery is good <laughs> But I also like go with it, which is. Yeah. Which is even – it's not – I don't think it's the Which best one. Which one is Go With It? Go With It is the one where he is dating Brooklyn Decker. Of course he is. He's, he's a dentist. Sorry. Who, <laughs> of who, course no, he, he is. meets He meets her and lies to her in order to – he tells her that Jennifer Aniston is his ex-wife, that she is his long-suffering assistant, and they have a really good relationship. And she has two kids. She's a single mom with two kids this is i'm remembering it now but the whole thing with brooklyn deckler she wants a family she wants a family man mm-hmm. and so he's like oh well i these are my kids that i have with my ex-wife and we're all gonna go to hawaii together because she, because brooklyn's like because i'm well, gonna bring them along why wouldn't you bring your kids and he's and over time he realizes he's in love with jennifer aniston and it's just their chemistry is really good i guess they're longtime friends yeah mm-hmm. um I Let me like ask that. You but this the, the movie I would throw up there mm-hmm. as a contender for winner is the bridge from the Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison into the wedding singer, which is Big Daddy.
2: Uh, yeah. So Big Daddy also was up there for me because it has the component of actually truly being a very good Film, like the yeah. plot and the acting, is there. Mm-hmm. The stakes are there, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas Wedding Singer doesn't have the stakes, are not as high <laughs> as uh as uh, Big Daddy. But yeah, it's got the silliness, the wackiness, but so much heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's take a quick break, and then we will come back and talk a little bit more about Big Daddy. Sound good?
2: Yeah. All
1: right. I wish we would. We'll be right back.
2: Taking a break.
1: <sighs> Taking a break. <laughs> Taking a break. Going to hear
2: commercials.
1: <laughs> this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal is brought to you in part by Made In. Hal, you're a guy that likes his time in the kitchen, yes? Yes, I do. I love it. I've cooked a ton, especially
0: during the pandemic, and I've realized now how important having the proper tools for the job can be.
1: Yeah. And if quality and craftsmanship are important to you, you should check out Made In. Made In is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. How, uh, which, uh, which product did you get from Made In? I got a nonstick pan, which it's such a pleasure to have something that says
0: nonstick that is actually nonstick. Yeah. Because you know you know what it's like when you get something and they're like, oh, this is now, whatever I cooked in here is cemented on it. Yeah. And I know I've cooked it properly, but it's so high quality. And it was tough to pick between because they have so many. I kind of want to get everything they have. I know. They just have whatever you cook, however you
1: cook. They've got an amazing, well-made tool for you. What did you get? I got the nine-inch chef's knife, and it is now my standard. It's my go-to. In the kitchen since I got it, It, you you know it's a great knife because you can do that. Just put it on your finger test, like Mm -hmm. right where the hilt meets the blade. You put you you can that's perfectly balanced. I was like, okay, I'm a fan of this knife already. Then I threw a just to see how sharp it was. I threw a paper bag in the air and totally fruit ninja swiped it, which I do (laughs) not recommend to anyone. And like it was the silk scarf in the classic film The Bodyguard. Uh, as it fell over the katana blade. This is a sharp knife, which is nice that Maiden uh, sends it with a little Maiden uh, band aid, which I thought was a nice touch. It's a great <laughs> knife. I use it every day. Yeah.
0: Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stovetop to the oven, which is great if you make steaks like I do. And mm-hmm. as Marcus told you, their knives are fully forged, perfectly
1: balanced, and they stay sharp. They have 32,000-plus five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off of your first order with promo code WEGOTTHIS. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. And you know who got this discount? We got this. <laughs> Go to MadeInCookware.com slash WEGOTTHIS and use promo code WEGOTTHIS for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com slash we got this. Use promo code we got this. If you're stressed, if you're tired, if you
0: just don't feel like cooking, I get it. But food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Freshly offers chef made, nutrient packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Ordering is super easy, too. Just visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like the steak peppercorn, one of my absolute favorites, sausage-baked penne, also a home run, or their chicken pesto bowl. Here's the thing. They use healthy ingredients, but it doesn't taste overly healthy. I think you know what I mean when I say that. They're delicious. They're really well-portioned, too, so you're always satisfied after you have one. Right now, our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life freshly. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to freshly.com slash we got this. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to freshly.com forward slash we got this for $40 off your first two orders. That's freshly.com forward slash we got this for $40 off your first two orders.
1: This episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal is brought to you in part by Manscaped. How how are we going to get through this ad without A, making each other giggle, B, giving away too much information about ourselves, and C, still doing justice to what is a, I'm not going to lie, pretty fantastic product?
0: Let's find out. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels, and they just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. I want you to imagine Mark for a second. Uh huh. Shaving with a sleek, well designed, and optimized trimmer that makes mm-hmm. shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom because nobody wants their privates to look like they got into a cartoon fight and have band aids all over them. <laughs> And that
1: happens. You can, I mean, you can do some damage down there, right? Sure. Now I'm just picturing what that art would look like if it was on assorted networks. Because you know that image of all of those Band-Aids. The Disney version going to be different than the Adult Swim version, <laughs> than the Nickelodeon version.
0: I'm thinking of an old uh, Fleischer cartoon.
1: <laughs> uh, black and white and red all over. Yes, I will just say this about Manscaped, because I'm not a gentleman who gives away TMI in an ad, but... I am a fan of this product, and it works exactly as described.
0: That's right. The upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock because nobody wants to deal with that when you're going through airport security. It also gives you the ability to turn on the 4000K LED spotlight when you need it for a more precise shape, which is really – that is so smart, having the light built into it. It is a game changer. By the way, wireless charging. There's a new wireless charging system that uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. So
1: get 20% off and free shipping with the code WEGOTTHIS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the code WEGOTTHIS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Get 20% off of the thing you'll use to take 100% off. Thank you, (laughs) (laughs) Manscaped. All right. We're back. I'm so curious that Big Daddy is so high up on both of your lists because that movie to me is it feels I mean, it does have that sort of chaplains the kid kind of misfit parent and child relationship, but it doesn't seem like a terribly memorable movie to me. I don't even I barely remember Big Daddy. Really? Yeah. Wow. I remember a lot of it. Like, it's- I
2: still say hip hip hop hip-hop anonymous when they're trying to teach rob snyder english he's the delivery guy yes which is pro- a problematic performance obviously problematic now.
0: yes of course. um
2: but yeah no that's one of those ones scuba steve like my yes. mom and i talk about
0: scuba steve scuba steve all the time and him uh him messing around to try to get the, the mcmuffins from mcdonald's because they're stopping breakfast service like mm-hmm. it's it's and I'll, <laughs> Also Leslie Mann, who is the fiance of his roommate played by John Stewart, who's the actual father of the child played by Dylan and Cole Sprouse and the Wait, John the, Stewart is Dylan and Cole Sprouse's
1: dad? That's he right. In, in in real life. And <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought you just said that who is the real life dad of those two kids. And that's where my mind just got blown. <laughs> he, he and Leslie Mann are constantly Adam Sandler and Leslie Mann are
0: constantly insulting one another mm-hmm. and all of his jokes center around her working at Hooters, which is also problematic. But the one comedic lie that I think he delivers perfectly when she gets the better of him is him going, Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. Hooters.
2: Well, yeah, because Leslie, Leslie Mann is Adam Sandler's ex-girlfriend who leaves him because she wants oh, to get back together right. with her old, old, old ex-boyfriend who has a yes. five-year plan. That's right. Uh, and then they end up working at Hooters because <laughs> they have the uh the birthday party or whatever at the end of the movie at hooters and he's flipping right. the old man is flipping the burgers
1: yes that's i right. do remember that at the end of the movie like i said this one for some reason this one i just it, it doesn't it doesn't ring that big a bell for that's me right that's why that's the whole reason why he
0: essentially takes the kid takes it. it's the too kid impressive. yeah because he's,
2: he's like i'm gonna be an adult you can see yes. that i'm a grown-up that i have a five-year plan
0: but mm-hmm. that is like the arc. He has more of an arc in that you could argue that he is an arc in Billy Madison as well. You could argue he has an arc in any of these movies,
1: too but his, but his arc, arc in Happy all Gilmore. of those in, his arc in all of those movies is the same, which is grow up I don't right? think I don't think in Happy Gilmore, he particularly
0: changes outside of being a good golfer. Like right. everything he does is for the right reasons, right? He cares about his grandmother, doesn't mm-hmm. want her to lose her home, so he gives up his dream of playing hockey. To go play golf because he realizes that's how he can make money to help her.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. I guess the situation is because the arc is, Mark, you were saying, and, and I agree, mm-hmm. the arc is pretty much always grow up. Mm-hmm. So then, that kind of levels the playing field, and then I think at that point you have to look at stakes. That's the thing that's like, which of these has the higher stakes? And it's like, okay, does right. a does a rich guy graduating high school so that he can get the company, you know, d- take over the company? Is that are those stakes that we look, really look? I make, I agree you know? <laughs> that those are
1: full on privilege stakes.
2: It's still so good, Tim really. But in it is, movie makes me laugh every
0: time.
1: Yeah, it's such a funny movie. At no point in
0: that rambling. She <laughs> incoherent. To, you come close to anything resembling a point.
2: My wife. Well, what, what is the <laughs> one category name? My wife, the tramp? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, Bradley comedic- Whitford's in that movie? Bradley yeah.
1: Whitford as a villain is. And we, I think we need to look at some of the supporting cast now in these because, yes, we are looking for Adam Sandler movies, but the supporting casts in these are very important. And you mentioned Whitford, and he is perfect in Billy Madison. Yes. Yeah. Uh Shooter McGavin, Christopher McDonald is perfect in Happy Gilmore. Like, the foils that he got early on were such great, smarmy, jerk villain foils. Yes. Well,
2: that's like Glenn, Glenn Gulia in uh, Wedding Singer. Yeah, exactly. Su- like this yuppie you know, junk bond guy who dresses like he's in Miami vice. Oh, it's
1: amazing. Do you, do you want to marry Julia? Pfft. I don't want to break up. Like, <laughs> he's just like all of the li- even Yeah. Even just lines that those other characters have that are so succinctly them. <laughs> and that's Matthew Glave, by the way, as Glenn Guglia,
2: whose IMDb yes. photo. He looks like Frank Sinatra. Like, yes, amazing. it's very it looks like, interesting.
0: He <laughs>
1: looks like the guy who played Kojak's dad. <laughs> So he just looks like Robert Davi does now? Yes. Sort of. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who is the guy that is in uh, so many of his movies and is always a blast? Alan Covert. Is that the one I'm thinking of that in? He plays
2: the limo driver in Wedding Singer.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, With the Michael Jackson jacket. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Say hi to your brother Tito for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when that guy rolls in <laughs> and the Michael Jackson jacket. I'm, look, I'm still team wedding singer so far.
2: Me too. I, I love Frank Silvano, like him in any movie. Okay. In Goodfellas, he ends up in the meat truck, hanging in the meat truck. He's got the helmet. He's the Italian with the helmet of hair. He plays,
0: Frank Severo.
2: Severo, sorry. Yes. He plays, um, uh, Adam's sister's husband in the wedding singer yeah we yeah. were we were wild we were wild <laughs> you know I used to do this exotic dance for me <laughs> he's my favorite ever. i
1: don't know who this guy is oh yes yes okay. you do
2: i'm like if you see a picture of him you will know exactly yeah. who he, is.
1: he looks like a manchichi
2: yes he looks yeah. exactly like a manchichi
1: <laughs> yeah the
2: perfect descriptor for his hair right yeah <laughs> he's the best he's the best
0: uh, the comedic premise though, I think the comedic premise has to factor in, right? And the comedic premise of Billy Madison, the idea that he's going to go from kindergarten all the way through high school because his dad paid off teachers the entire time as a, as, as a 25 year old or however old he is at the time of that man mm-hmm. is a, is a really like that is a pitch that sells it in the room. Yeah. Like if you're in the room and go, Hey, this guy who's 20 years old has to go from kindergarten through He has two weeks to complete all 18 years of – or 15 years of
1: schooling that you go through. And that's such a great thing to have in a Sandler movie too because it's – especially the early ones are such dumb comedy that you don't – you just want the comedy to come at you. You don't want to think too hard. And if the plot of the movie is, hey, here is exactly the game. The game is this. Then you don't have to worry about following the plot. You know what I mean? Like, you watch Uncut Gems and you're like, oh, my God, who – okay, he has this bet going, but I guess somebody shorted that bet on him and then, oh, man. that's Now
2: you. I got to know how sports betting works. Yeah, oh and God. there's a, there's oh, two God. guys
1: in a car, but wait a minute. Eric Bogosian's his brother-in-law? Like, hold on. No, Happy – or uh, Billy Madison is just doofus, goes through school in two weeks, and his dad is the dad from Christmas Story. Ready, go. Oh, I just
2: yeah. the the his kindergarten teacher t- doing her interpretive dance oh my during God. recess, and oh she puts God. the paste on her face. Yeah, uh,
1: it's so it's just it's <laughs> all it's of the, the details.
2: No, it, it makes me.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's – she's so good. Like isn't Josh Mostel in that and yes.
0: he's amazing in he's it? the principal who's a former professional wrestler. Yes. Yeah, And he
2: killed someone accidentally and they're yes. blackmailing him. It's is he called the blob? I think.
1: Yes. He was the blob. <laughs> it's so – that scene – and Adam Sandler's not even in it. That scene with him and Bradley Whitford watching Josh Mostel wither in front of smarmy Bradley Whitford's blackmail attempts mm-hmm. is – Comedy Gold. Not to mention, our old teacher is in that movie. Oh, yeah. So we have to give a shout out to Mark Beltzman. But he's also in The Wedding Singer.
0: Wait, who does he
1: play? Who does he play? He's the other buddy that isn't Norm MacDonald. Uh, Yeah. And in The Wedding Singer, he's the one who says, do you like Flock of Seagulls?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I can see you do.
1: There's Sideburns Lady in The Wedding Singer. Like, all of those weird little details. I think
2: Brian Posehn's in that as well. He's part of the table.
1: Of the
0: table of weirdos? Oh,
2: yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure he is.
0: That feels like a very Ryan Poseidon, yeah. like, that they and would cast him in.
2: Steve Busami. We have not talked about Steve Buscemi yet. Oh, my god. Him and Billy Madison just crossing is... him off the list of people to kill and then putting the lipstick
0: on. I'm oh, my just... God. And then waving at the end with the... Yeah. He winds up... He's got the
2: shotgun or whatever.
0: It's so
1: good. Billy Madison has the best collection of day player characters. That are just absolutely fantastic yeah
0: the the thing in Billy Madison that I think I like the best i mean, obviously the great pacing piece they have is the is the party each time he completes yeah, a level of school, and I think is the elementary one where they have the clown on stilts who gets knocked over and falls, and they're all laughing at him. And then later on, just a little in the girl, musical they, montage. Yeah. They cut to him and he's on the ground with blood coming out of his mouth. Yep. I, I have a so, ridge
2: in my head.
0: Oh, it's I so bet you thought dark. I was dead. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Just like, They, they I don't have a
2: musical number in the middle of for that movie. For no reason. Yeah. Movie. For no, no reason. It's, it's pure lunacy. Cat. And she's dressed like a beer maiden. Uh-huh. Like Veronica Vaughn is for some yes. reason. Yes.
1: I want to talk about Veronica Vaughn for a second. Sure. Because she's great. I think chemistry wise, though, as far as uh, the Adam Sandler movies go, she is not the best of his partners in these movies. You've got Jennifer Aniston in a couple of them. You've got yep. Drew Barrymore in a couple of them. The gold standard Uh are really like. Julie like Bowen the- is great and Happy Gilmore. Julie Bowen and Happy Gilmore. Um, Emily Watson in Punch Drunk Love. Drunk Love. Yeah. Right. So I think the only that's kind of one of the only downsides to Billy Madison for me is she's not uh she's she's very good. I don't remember the actor's name.
2: She played Sonya, right? Bridget Wilson is the well, name. She She's in Mortal Wilson. Kombat, right? Yeah, she,
1: she played Sonya yeah. Blade in the original Mortal Kombat as well. So yeah. she's great, but the, she they don't have the chemistry that he has with like Drew Barrymore or Aniston. I no. just
2: always think of in Wedding Singer that where he comes to tell her how he feels and he looks up into the window and she's, she started saying like, I'm Julia Goolie. And she starts to cry. And then she's yeah. like, I'm Mrs. Robbie Hart. And you're just like, Mom, they're so cute together. You know, yeah. like they're both kind of like dopey, silly, sweet, like hearted people. Yeah. That's what I like about their, their pairing in the Wedding Singer.
1: I love it so much. And the scene at the end on the plane when he sings, I want to grow old with you yeah i turned oh. to my
2: boyfriend when we were watching it and i was like this is one of the most romantic songs ever i just want you to know it's a perfect reasons. song it's perfect <laughs> Yeah, and billy idol's there that's right. right yeah
1: he sings with him doesn't he you no. get out of my way billy idol he's <laughs> no he blocks uh He
2: blocks glenn from oh the grabs time. the
1: cart and he blocks glenn and he's like because i get you something from the trolley you get out of my way billy idol
2: yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're going to get hurt. And then some big guy sits up and he's like, you don't talk to Billy. I don't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the added layer of eighties goofiness was a, was a wonderful touch to the wedding singer.
2: Yeah. The music, mm-hmm. honestly, is, is a, it's own character in that I just think of anytime I hear celebrate, I think I can't. Not hear Alexis Arquette's, ooh, yeah, let's celebrate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Alexis Arquette is also amazing in yes. that movie.
2: Yeah. Do you really? Oh yeah, when he's singing
1: holiday at the beginning. Yeah. 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 It's, it's... <laughs> it's
2: like, boo, cause it's the second time cause he's yeah. outside.
1: <sighs> and L- love it's is great. Yeah. His very brief cameo as the guy auditioning for the job of wedding singer. <laughs> it's
2: ladies night and the people. <laughs> well, that has the best, uh, like suspension of disbelief moment where he goes, he's going insane and I'm reaping all the benefits. And then the curtain just closes out yes. of him. Like it's such a stupid visual gag. And I can almost like 80% think that that was on the day. Just like, hey, what if we just pulled the curtain closed in front of him for out of nowhere?
1: I thought he was the one pulling it. I thought he was like hiding. You don't see his hands.
2: He's literally just standing there and then the curtain just closes in
1: front of him. Well, it's a delightful gif as well. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) If you look up Lovitz, I think it's the first gif that pops up for John Lovitz. I don't know when I abandoned Big Daddy for
0: Billy Madison, but here I am. Yeah. If we're (laughs) going to go, if we're talking about SNL castmate. Cameos, mm-hmm. as great as Lovitz is, it doesn't even hold a candle to Chris Farley as the bus driver on their field oh. trip, where he's like, Good, great, another banana. And yeah. then, uh, him, <laughs> him eating all of the sandwiches,
1: him <laughs> and, yeah, and his two friends just eating yeah. everybody's lunches. Eating.
0: It's so good. And his, like, something somebody throws something and it hits him and he gets that super red face and gets so upset. It's just amazing. It's also so funny. That-
1: In that scene, I'd also like to point out that, boy, we really are. We wind up talking a lot about Billy Madison. It's jumping up there onto the Mount Rushmore. There's a a wonderful bit in that scene where he is. Only Adam Sandler could make a movie where the way that you realize that deep down he's a good guy is that he pees his pants. He puts water (laughs) on his pants. Or puts water on his pants. pants pants. Fakes that he pees his pants.
2: Miles Davis. Yes.
1: That's yeah. the grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then all of the kids, like him convincing an entire busload of kids to pee their pants yeah. as his act of good naturedness is it's genius. It's comedy genius. And they all give him a high five. They give the kid a high five.
0: Yeah. Awesome. They're all, they've all peed their pants and they get back yeah. on the bus.
1: Yeah. They get, they all. you just see, they all have like big wet spots in the front of their pants. And uh it's very funny. It's a very funny movie.
0: And
2: it's got that sweetness, though, that we were talking yeah. about, that heart to it. Like, that in and of itself is a very specific thing, a very specific, this character, how are they, how do they show their solidarity and love and appreciation? And they yeah. do it in a very specific way that is very gross, but it doesn't take away from how sweet it is.
1: Well, and yeah. that's sort of the specificity of that sweetness. I think, is what makes an Adam Sandler movie an Adam Sandler movie, which is why I would argue that some of these other ones that we've been talking about, um, some of the um, rom-coms, the later romantic comedies, mm-hmm. anybody kind of could have been cast. Now, I know it's a happy Madison production, a lot of these, but like. A couple who is going through some marital stuff who gets back together by the end. A woman who doesn't remember knowing this person. And you could, I could see a lot of different actors taking on those roles and those movies being successful. I don't know if there's anyone on earth who could have done Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, maybe even the wedding singer. I don't uh, know. Except him.
0: I think by your definition. I think you probably could have had other actors in the wedding singer.
2: I don't think so. You don't Here's think so? Why? Because mm. his his musical Part of himself, Adam Sandler, as a as a musical as a musician, Mm -hmm. is an integral part, I think, of the wedding singer. In that he Mm -hmm. is because he's a musician. Him singing all of these songs as the wedding singer, it's not awkward, it's not uncomfortable, you know. Because sometimes when Mm -hmm. when actors sing and they're okay singers, it's not like they're toned up or whatever. It's still there's no there's a lack of confidence behind it because they're not musical performers. Whereas I think Adam Sandler, because he's a musician it's far more natural he can perform as a singer and Mm -hmm. which is part a big component i think of you know the wedding singer like any other actor singing grow old with you with the guitar walking down the aisle of the plane i don't necessarily think anybody else could do that as well as he did
0: i, I yeah. might have one for you that is another snl musical guy and the other guy who sort of partially made his hay on snl by playing the guitar during weekend update was jimmy, oh, fallon. jimmy
2: fallon that I, could be a jimmy see, fallon movie here's the deal jimmy fallon is too smarmy yeah he's too I smarmy so. i don't mm. think adam sandler is a smarmy guy i think he's a weirdo jimmy yeah. fallon to me always his and this is just my feelings about Jimmy Fallon, right. so you can take them or leave them. Yeah, and his performance was always like, to me, rang like, "See how cute and and like, I'm cute and I play the guitar and like, um." He always yeah. kind of was aware of his like appeal as being like the cute young dude, and he broke all the time, you know, on in every sketch. The and, breaking
1: like, was a little much, yeah. But
2: like, he knew his vibe, right? Whereas Adam Sandler, I think that there's something very organic just about. He's been performing because his characters were so da and like wacky yeah. that when he was just himself, it was something that was very natural, whereas Jimmy Fallon, even today yeah. I feel is always playing this kind of like smarmy like nah,
1: kind <laughs> Ain't of I a stinker I, yeah I, I oh, hear boop, you. Boop, boop. I, I will say also that his just quickly on the yeah. the song thing, there is that song in the middle in that scene where uh Lovitz gets enveloped in the curtain. The song he's singing <laughs> is nobody could have done that. But Adam Sandler, which begins yes. all sweet about the wonderful things that she said to him and then launches into pardon the swearing.
0: <laughs> but it all was bullshit.
1: <laughs> like.
2: And then, and then it's when he finishes... so funny. When he finishes Drew Barrymore's like... Yeah. He's just weeping oh. <laughs> himself on the stool, you know? And I, But I, I mean, I also think about Idiot Boyfriend... Or no, On the Bathroom Wall, which was Jimmy Fallon's uh, mm-hmm. comedy album. Mm-hmm. He did... The whole second half is his stand-up at some college. And he does the impressions. And one of the ones he does is Adam Sandler. So for yeah. me... Adam Sandler is the blueprint for Jimmy Fallon, which is why I don't think uh, Jimmy Fallon could do that role mm. as well as Adam Sandler did.
0: For sure. I just, I think that that could be of these, uh, just looking at these, and they're all, they're all distinctly Adam Sandler because he is who he is. And mm-hmm. they are born at least partially from his brain or from writers who, who he has strong, you know, he's one of those guys who made relationships with all of the writers and they love to write for him and write with him. And they've come with him on this journey. But, you know, based on the Jimmy Fallon stuff that I saw, particularly the one, I can't remember that he did fever pitch.
2: I really like
0: fever pitch. I did too. I did too. That Mm -hmm. felt like it could have been an Adam Sandler movie. It could have been Adam Sandler in there and said, you could interchange them in that.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And so there is a, there was a time where Jimmy Fallon was much more of a puppy dog kind of guy. Now he's like the host of the Tonight Show, but I think a, a, earlier in his career and Adam Sandler, by the way, would break while he was doing his songs. If you go back and mm-hmm. watch, he does laugh at it. Fair. So it's, but he didn't do it during sketch. Well, he did do it. So if, if you were in a sketch with Farley, you had a good shot of it. Yeah. Laughing. You know,
2: like the nobody like, had a chance. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Doing like nice fries. Could I have some? Like yeah. that. Everybody would laugh. Lay off. I'm, I'm starving. starving. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, So I I would not argue, but I think it's possible that that could have been at some point a Jimmy Fallon and he would have pulled it off specifically the the song. I think he could have pulled off Mm -hmm. on the airplane, but it would have been different. There is some there is something to Adam Sandler where it feels like he's never had an advantage in his life. You know, Jimmy Fallon's a good looking is a traditionally handsome guy. Sandler just looks schlubby. Yeah. Sh- Sandler looks like a schlubby dude that I went to Hebrew school with when I was younger. Yeah. He does look like everybody's buddy they went to Hebrew school with. Yeah. Like Someone I know what he looked like at, at Hebrew sleepaway camp. I just know. Yeah. I can tell
2: Someone you. on Twitter posted it was when they still cropped photos, you know, in the, in your feed. Yeah. And it was, um, a paparazzi photo and it was a big baggy Superman t-shirt and big baggy basketball shorts and i went that's adam sandler like yep. i knew before you yeah. even- to see the head i was like this is adam sandler playing basketball on his street outside in front of his house like or
1: knowing adam sandler, was- sandler wearing a superman t-shirt and basketball shorts he could have been going to the Golden Globes.
0: That's, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, he is consistently ranked one of the worst dressed in Hollywood. But
2: that's the thing is, I think, like, Jimmy, I don't let my intense dislike for Jimmy Fallon color this episode, but, uh, you uh too know, late. He, like, knows he's cute. That was yeah. also part of the thing. Whereas Adam Sandler is just kind of like, I
0: am who I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe like, you'll find me attractive. Ah, look like Jimmy Durante's grandson. Like, he'll throw out some. <laughs> He caught ev- almost every movie he's in. He makes some reference to what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a hang up. That is a, a hang up for him or at least his characters.
1: Something he's acknowledging. So it seems like at this point, based on this conversation, do we have a couple that we can put into contention as our final two or three? I, it sounds like we have two that are yeah, kind of head to head
2: and Billy it's, Madison. It sounds it's like the wedding. Gonna
1: the weddings, yeah. It's going to yeah. be one of the two. So let's let's see between the wedding singer and Billy Madison, who's got what assets and who's got what liabilities. The wedding singer, the romance is great and it's believable and their chemistry is great, which Billy Madison doesn't have. Billy Madison has all of the Sandler isms, like the most Sandler isms. I would argue right now if we were doing best Sandler movie it would be Wedding Singer and if we were doing most Sandler movie it would be Billy Madison.
2: Hard agree. I think also in the category of most day player part like his community people mm-hmm. Billy Madison wins because mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's a little toned down. There're only like a couple people that are extra external characters that show up again.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's also the blueprint for pretty much all the Adam Sandler gags and stuff that came after it. Like, the the tone, the rhythms Mm. were all established in that movie. And it it extends still all the way through his modern day. Even stuff like Hubie Halloween, there are – you can trace that DNA very clearly right back to the games that he was establishing
1: in Billy Madison. Right. But – are the stakes you mentioned stakes before uh Katie are the privileged kid getting his dad's company stakes are they're definitely not as high as finding true love the the highest stakes of all, but is like that enough to like i don't know if is that a factor in it as well
2: well i think I mean I think that. Wedding Singer has more of the heart that we were talking Mm -hmm. about than Billy Madison. Not that Billy Madison doesn't have heart, but like in terms of an emotional a connection emotionally to the film, I'm more connected to Wedding Singer. I feel like it's sweeter. You know, the sweetness of that movie is more present.
1: Yeah, I feel like we actually get a, a version of Sandler in that movie. That is almost like we keep saying that, well, this movie is the bridge from this to this. It's the fact is he can just do a lot of stuff very well. Yeah. And the the thing that I think that uh, that he does in this that we don't see in Billy Madison is that heart. I think you're right. I think that and I think that I think there are more gags in Billy Madison, but I think the better movie is Wedding Singer.
2: I actually really liked what you said, Mark, about how the best Adam Sandler movie is the wedding singer, but the most Adam Sandler movie is yeah. Billy Madison. I think that like yeah. it depends on what best means, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And is
2: it best or most? So Oops. in that case, I think it's kind of an even split between I yeah. I don't know how this show works in terms of like, is that allowed? <laughs> this
1: is not yeah. the yeah. first time we've had the best or most conversation. Oh interesting. Yeah. yeah. And
0: we always You know, we set out when somebody asks us what is the best, we take a sacred oath. We swear covenant that we will select the best, not the most, not our favorite. We will dig through and get past our own biases to determine what is the best. And I think we've done that here today. I think it's clear based on this.
2: (gasps) I'm so excited because it's my favorite (laughs) it's my favorite and it's also a broadway
0: musical sometimes it works out that way sometimes sometimes you get it all yeah
2: i mean i think we did like really break it down into the components of of an what makes an adam sandler movie and i do truly believe despite you know it being my favorite that the wedding singer has all the components that really make a true and in the in actually to be honest in the case of best adam sandler movie second place if we're going by best i think is um big daddy what? big daddy yeah, yeah. that's correct,
1: <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. You, watch, are correct. you are look, correct look we can all agree that it's not uncut gems <laughs> sorry 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 uh, film folks. sorry the oscars yeah sorry everybody i'm
0: sorry <laughs> well people of the world We're flying at 26,000 feet, moving up to 30,000 feet. We've got clear skies all the way to Las Vegas. Right now, we're bringing you some in-flight entertainment. Three of your favorite entertainers would like to make a decision and hand it down to you, our coach passengers. And since we left our first-class passengers do pretty much whatever they want, here it is. The best Adam Sandler movie is The Wedding Singer. Now, please get out of my Van Halen T-shirt before you jinx the Mm -hmm. band and they break up. (laughs) Asked and answered.
2: (laughs) My favorite is when she goes, wake me up before you (laughs) you go. And it ain't so low. Like she doesn't know the
1: words. (laughs) (laughs) Katie Willard, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you guys for having me. This was a blast.
2: Delightful.
1: Uh, where do you want people to go to, fi- do you want people to go and find you? you I very to- much do. Good. Can they find, can they find your delightful pattern art? Can they find your comedy work?
2: Well, uh, you can find my, uh, general personality and comedy on Twitter, which is at K-A-W-I-L-L-E-R-T. So at K-A K-A-W-I-L-L-E-R-T. And I am launching, I'm very excited. I'm launching a scarf brand because i've started doing textile design um and it's called riot textiles r-i-o-t textiles so it's riottextiles.com at riot textiles on instagram i'm very into it i uh, i'm wearing one of my designs right now it's
1: very cool it's so cool.
2: a checkerboard with purple, um, a purple border and splatters. I'm really inspired by like women in 80s punk, polystyrene, Debbie Harry, uh, just like that kind of don't give an f vibe. Yeah. And so I've I've started producing. I worked with a manufacturer to produce these scarves. I'm really excited. And I'm excited
1: I, now too because your patterns are. You of course when you mention debbie harry in 80s and i'm like yeah this is they're colorful they're bright they're exciting and they're it's really really fun work you do
2: oh you are That th- thank yeah. you so much that means a lot i like it's very interesting i normally am a producer like that's mm-hmm. my my trade and uh during covid and and being kind of home and getting laid off from the quibi show i was working on which yeah. r.i.p quibi um but getting to get really clear about what I like. And I like making silk scarves. Who knew? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> well, so thank awesome. you for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your brain and your joy and your laugh and your artistry with us. Uh, it's very, very cool of you to do. And we thank you for it. This topic is closed for all time. So don't bother arguing it, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter or You
0: can email us at WeGotThisPodcast at gmail.com or go to Facebook. Share your favorite Adam Sandler movie moments and GIFs and disagree with us, but know that you live in a world where the decision's already been made. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WeGotThisPodcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA
1: engineer Jen Elba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you. The people of the world.
0: Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. Don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.